It was a good. So the Bible talk walk. Verse 22, Joshua 10, verse 22. Joshua said, open the mouth of the cave. Bring those five kings out to me. So they brought the five kings out of the cave. The kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon. When they had brought these kings to Joshua, he summoned all the men of Israel and said to the army commanders who had come with him, Come here and put your feet on the necks of these kings. So they came forward and placed their feet on their necks. Joshua said to them, Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Be strong and courageous. This is what the Lord will do to all the enemies you are going to fight. Then Joshua put the kings to death and exposed their bodies on five poles, and they were left hanging on the poles until evening. Okay, that's probably why they did that in the medieval times. All right. At sunset, Joshua gave the order, and they took them down from the poles and threw them into the cave where they had been hiding. At the mouth of the cave, they placed large rocks, which are there to this day. They, that day, Joshua took Makeda. He put the city and its king to the sword and totally destroyed everyone in it. He left no survivors, and he did to the king of Makeda as he had done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all Israel with him moved on from Makeda to Libna. Libna and attacked it. The Lord also gave that city and its king into Israel's hand. The city and everyone in its in it Joshua put to the sword. He left no survivors there, and he did to its kings as he had done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all Israel with him moved on from Libna to Lachish. He took up position against it and attacked it. The Lord gave Lachish into Israel's hand, and Joshua took it on the second day. The city and everyone in it he put to the sword, just as he had done to Libna. Meanwhile, Homram, king of Gezer, Gezer, had come up to help Lachish. But Joshua defeated him and his army until no survivors were left. Then Joshua and all Israel with him moved on from Lachish to Eglon. They took up position against it and attacked it. They captured it that same day and put it to the sword and totally destroyed everyone in it, just as they had done to Lachish. Then Joshua and all Israel with him went up from Eglon to Hebron and attacked it. They took the city and put it to the sword together with the, its kings, its king, it, its villages, and everyone in it. They left no survivors, just as at Eglon. They totally destroyed it and everyone in it. Then Joshua and all Israel with him turned around and attacked Debir. They took the city, its king, and its villages and put them to the sword everyone in it they totally destroyed they left no survivors they did to Debir and its king 
as they had done to Libna and its king, and to Hebron. So Joshua subdued the whole region, including the hill country, the Negev, the western foothills, and the mountain slopes. Together with all their kings, he left no survivors. He totally destroyed all who breathed, just as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded. Joshua subdued them from Kadesh Barnea to Gezer, Gaza, and from the whole region of Goshen to Gibeon. All these kings and their lands Joshua conquered in one campaign, because the Lord, the God of Israel, fought for Israel. Then Joshua returned with all Israel to the camp of Gilgal. So, God will deal with everything. Alright, so the next passage covered. So quiet this room down a little bit. This is Ephesians 5. And the idea here, we're getting a whole picture of what was actually going on. So the sun didn't just stop. There was all sorts of just complete victory going on. And, um, but, you know, some guys got away. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good or a bad thing. But, complete victory. Ephesians chapter 5. I'm read the whole chapter. To do it justice. start back in 4 and 32 and it says be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you follow God's example therefore as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God But among you, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should we be obscenity, foolish talk, nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather... Thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person such as such a person is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore do not be partners with them. Do not be partners with them. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. 
have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. That is why it is said, Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God, the Father, for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. In the household. So, uh, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and blameless in this same way husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies he who loves his wife loves herself after all no one ever hates their own body but they feed and care for their body just as Christ does the church For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother, be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about the Christ, Christ in the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Praise God.